Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Shout out to the mighty who that nation, man. We in this thing. Appreciate the great same thing. Thank for representing. We up in this thing. Much love to the fam, man. Appreciate y'all chiming in on this episode of the show. Um, listen, fam. All I can say, man, is that um, we just feel like uh, this. <laughs> we got the dub uh, this week, man, against this team. And we just got to keep it moving, man. I got some news to kind of share with the family members. Then again, you guys, we already covered this stuff. So shout out to the fan. Appreciate y'all being in the stream. Much love to y'all. Hope y'all having a fantastic start of y'all week. We up in this thing for the coma, man. Y'all hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and by all means, feel free to share the show on your social media feed and appreciate you for being here. Uh, this one's entitled uh, QB Derek Carr is playing with busted ribs. Hit Put one in the chat if you heard that before. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> y'all put one in the chat. If y'all heard that before, put two in the chat. If you heard it a dozen times, <laughs> y'all put two in the chat. If you heard it a dozen times, man, I tell you, man, 
I tell you guys, man, it is it is something else, isn't it, family? It's something else. It is something else. But anyway, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to do a little brief recap here on the matchup between. Oh, hold on here, family. Give me just a second here. We're going to do a brief recap here. Oh, yeah, there we go. The Carolina Panthers matchup here that we had 28 to 6, man. A brief breakdown. I'm not going to go over all of the statistics, but just to kind of touch this game, man, and just talk about it. We did a recap yesterday and just watching the game again. And I'm going to do a film breakdown for our Patreon family members. Uh, Tuesday, we'll go over it and look at all of the stuff. Uh, The first three quarters were absolutely horrible in terms of the offense. And then they finally got it going in the fourth quarter with two touchdowns in the back end. Carolina was a team that has a lot of issues, as you can tell. The defense held on for three quarters, then they fell apart. You know, it's only so much they can do. Offensively speaking, there were throws they just didn't make. You know, they, they're, they're just not in rhythm there. And even when the guy made the throws, the damn wide receivers were dro- dropping the throws. So the Saints beat a very discombobulated foe, but it's tough to win in NFL. So I'll take that win. It makes it, vel- it keeps us relevant inside of the standing. So things to kind of look back at, and we'll get an opportunity to hear from Dennis Allen. This won't be a long breakdown family because uh, we got, you know, I'm covering the Pelicans and, you know, we that that's going on tonight and we'll have the Pelican postgame re- report recap stream. But it's what's intriguing and interesting about this game was the fact that offense finally got going. Two touchdowns in the back end for very promising. Rushing attack mm, could have been more on it. Uh, things to kind of be concerned about moving forward is the fact that our run defense is really poor. You know, this team, this Carolina team put up 200 yards rushing on the Saints yesterday. That's that has to change if there's going to be a playoff run. We can't allow teams to gash us that bad. And, you know, <clears throat> we've had we had all of our guys interiorly speaking, Nate, uh, Nate Shepard. And Kalen Saunders, man, we need, you know, in our rotational guys, we know Malcolm Roach is out. We've seen Jeff Heflin gets in there. Uh, Brian Bercy's been doing a pretty good job, too. But that in, that is not, that's not going to cut it. We have to change that. But shout out to our secondary. Secondary with all of the guys that's missing. Laddie Daddy's on the injury reserve. Uh, Marcus Mayday is on the injury reserve. Jordan Howden stepped up. And I've often said Jordan Howden's been playing so really well. He's a bright spot on our defense. And we know we got a couple of older players on our defense, but there's a lot of, lot to be happy of, about in the future for the Saints defense. Jordan Howden's one of those players. I know, you know, we looking at him like, man, we might have to reevaluate why Marcus May is here because Jordan Howden is here. We might need to get him on up out of here, get May up out of here because he just he just hurt all the time. Last year, he missed six games. He got he was suspended a couple games this year and he, he hurt right now. He on the IR right now. So, I mean. You know, but anyway, outside of that, a lot, a lot of bright, bright spots on our defense. Peyton, uh, uh, Pete Werner's fantastic. You know, he's he play, he has to step up his level. Jordan Howden's really, ex, you know, happy about him. Isaac Yidham, shout out to Isaac Yidham, played a fantastic game yesterday. He did everything except for getting in, got an interception. So Isaac Yidham, man, has really stepped his game up, man. So when our guys get hurt, you seen Yidham step in there and just kept it going. Big shout out to him. Uh, I liked how Paulson Adebo played yesterday in the secondary. He played with real well. Carl Granderson is another bright spot player for the Saints, man. If we can only get Grand 
and to help and Cam them help give Isaiah Foskey the snowman on 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 course. We looking pretty good. So a lot of positive stuff, individually speaking, from our defensive counterparts. Uh, you know, to be proud of or uh, looking at the future, those guys look really good and play really, you know, special in the matchup against Carolina. Offensively speaking, a lot to be desired. Um, A.T. Perry, you know, he had uh, A.T. Perry showed some flashes. Uh, Jimmy Graham is a guy that's kind of on the back end of things. But Jimmy Graham is when targeted has been very effective, you know, very effective. So. They're our reporter. Like I said, I got to always give a shout out to the Saints reporters 2023 because those guys, we finally got a group of reporters who are not afraid to ask questions. Remember, under the Sean Payton administration, he basically had a lot of the reporters domesticated. They wouldn't ask the tough questions. It was very frustrating with this administration. Dennis Allen is less, mm, uh, you know, forceful, like Payton was a guy that didn't play with the media. If you pissed him off, he probably would take your badge, your press badge, or, you know, kind of berate you or kind of ignore you or talk over you in the press conferences. He did that several times, including a couple of times with female reporters that I had. I got upset with him for doing. But now with Dennis Allen there, these questions are back and they're hitting him with good questions that we want to know. We want to know these questions and they're asking the questions. So I'm going to play his piece today. But anyway, as far as the uh, the game yesterday, the Saints did what they're supposed to do, fam. They beat a 1-12 in 12 Carolina Panther team who can't complete a pass effectively. Offense stinks. Saints ran them up out of there eventually. And now we move on to a matchup against the uh, the um, uh, the New York Giants coming up with DeVito and these guys. We'll scout that later on in the week. We'll do the preview for that. But a lot to be happy for in the Saints win over Carolina. I know a lot of family members been messaging me saying, Q, did we really win? Yeah, we won. What you mean by that? A lot of people are just disgusted and frustrated with Dennis Allen to the point where they want the Saints to lose so Dennis Allen to get fired. I don't take that approach. I'm not for that approach. I don't buy into that mindset. I never want my team to lose. I want them to always win, and I'll never change that. Now, if if this is a thing that's set for destiny's purposes, like say offensive, if it's meant to be, it shall be that type of thing. If it's meant to be, it will be. And if he is as bad as we think he is, then it will be what it is. You get what I'm saying? Ain't no need for me to push him or, you know, put him down. If they do a good job, I have to be responsible and, and give them that. If they do a bad job, I got to take them apart. Y'all know how that goes. That's called plan it fair. You got to do it. I can't hammer them when they, you know, you know, Sim saying when they productive, when you want them to be, be be productive and then not, you know, give them praise when they do what they're supposed to do and then lamb based them when they don't. That's balance. You got to you, you got to keep it 50. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep it 100 percent, but you got to play. You know, you got to be balanced is what I'm saying with that. But anyway, good win by the Saints. They beat a bad team that they were supposed to beat. And eventually it does move them into a position where that they'll be in the NFC South. Now, currently, if you could take a look at it. The team is, uh, hold on here, just a second, fam. Hold on just a second. Here, give me just a second. Let me make sure I got my stuff here. Hold on here. Give me just a second here. All right. All right, so anyway. All right, let me get into the NFC South stream right here. I had too much going on on my screen. All right, so anyway, as you can see, the NFC South standings, Tampa Bay 6-7, and seven, Saints at Tampa Bay, Atlanta, New Orleans, all six and seven, three-way tie. But really, 
it's you know how it goes. Tampa Bay beat the Saints. Atlanta beat the Saints. They both controlled the tiebreakers there. The Saints have to win to keep pace with these teams. Four games left to go in the season, two of them, two of which are against Tampa Bay and Atlanta. Saints going to need help if they're going to take the NFC South. The only way into the playoffs is to win the NFC South. You will not be able to get in as a wild card because the Saints have too many losses against teams that are ahead of them for the wild card. You get what I'm saying? For instance, Green Bay and Minnesota are two teams that's ahead of the Saints for the wild card if they don't get in by winning the NFC South. Both of those teams control tiebreakers on the Saints. So they would have to win the NFC South to get in. Now, will, will they do that? Time will tell. We only got a month worth of games. And two of the games will happen very fast because we got the Giants game coming up on Sunday and then the following Thursday. So Thursday, uh, Thursday night game against the uh, at the Los Angeles Rams. So you have the Giants and then the Rams. You'll have them real quick. So it'll be a quick turnaround. So we'll get two of those games relatively fast uh, of the, the remaining uh, games with Tampa and then ultimately with the Falcons at the end of the year. So it'll we'll we'll see how it all shakes and goes, man. But it is what it is at this point, man. And we just got to keep it moving, fam. We just got to keep it moving. Now let's get into this article. Shout out to Nola.com. Luke Johnson did this story. Did injuries hinder Saints QB Derek Carr versus the Panthers? Dennis Allen updates where he stands. Now, a lot of this is sourced from the interview that we're going to play for you for Monday when they're asking Dennis Allen about injuries that's that's going on with their with the uh that's going on with uh, Derek Carr. Now, I've been saying this for for a while that this dude has busted ribs. I've been saying this, and this is nothing new. The Saints sit up here and they do this. Now, really, this is a fine from the NFL because the reporters are asking them why didn't the rib injury make the injury report after the Green Bay game? And when he got slammed down, it's common sense to me. When the man got slammed down on the ground, they said they went and looked at his shoulder, and then they then did an x-ray of his ribs and areas like, hmm, that's interesting. Then when I watched him play the following game, how his passes were off, and then a clear sign was when the guy, remember a couple of games after that, the guy passed by and smacked him on his ribs, and he bent over in intense pain. I said, this dude got either broke it or busted rims. Shout out to Tragic. Tragic was in the chat saying the same thing, saying Q. I think he got, but I said, bro, this dude got busted ribs. I've been saying it. And it's this the same thing, man. We know, I know how this team work. I know how they operate. Reason why they, and then they try to keep it off the injury report because it would make them look bad to have a guy out there throwing the damn ball around with busted ribs. You mean to tell me and see that this really just hits, hits me upside my head and make me want to hit him upside his head is why would he want to play Derek Carr and this dude got he, he he has fam he don't have one busted rib he has several bu- busted ribs they saying three of them he have three busted ribs that he's been playing with since Green Bay and I've been sounds like fam he don't look right throwing the ball people saying Q he faking injuries I said no nah, he's not faking no injuries bro his passes are sailing because what they do they hit him with that painkiller in that area it dulls the pain but at the same time you'll see him in the start of the games trying to you know throw speed balls to kind of get a, a, a sink on what he's doing. But it really just smacks me upside my head to understand the levels of ridiculousness this is by playing this guy since Green Bay's game, since after he got knocked out of the Green Bay game, the next game, I, th- I forgot it was the Tampa Bay game. He been, this guy 
basically shot up with painkiller playing with broken ribs since after the Green Bay Packers game. You mean to tell me you would let him do that and not let James? My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Amos Winston get out, get in there. I mean, fam, and then been lying about it and covering it up for weeks until Derek Carr admitted it in the press conference. You would have, and see, that's how you always get the real information about these injuries. They don't come directly from the Saints because they're always lying about it. It comes from either social media or the player itself admits it. Like when Michael Thomas had some injuries, he was going back and forth with Parker, the wide receiver who used to play for the Dolphins. And he said something about an injury on social media between him and the, the back and forth between him and that wide receiver. And that's how we found out he had an injury. Y'all remember that? Put one in the chat if y'all remember that. How we found about Drew's, all them injuries that happened with Drew when Drew got slammed down, when that guy got in there and fell on top of him and crushed him. Y'all remember that? How did we find out about the injuries with all, all the injuries dealing with Drew and how he was all messed up from his wife? His wife got on social media and was saying stuff, and that's how we found out all the stuff that was wrong with Drew from his wife in the social media post because she was trying to defend him on something. This is what they do. And also, this is a fine from the NFL, and this is stupid. So if you have a – they all – fam, listen, and I'm going to get into this article, but this is really mind-boggling to me, that this guy playing with three busted, busted ribs, three ribs busted, and he got a tore-up shoulder. He got a tore-up shoulder, busted ribs, and what else he got here? Oh, concussions. Let me – come on. Let me not forget the concussions. He got two concussions in 21 days, three broken ribs. I'm sounding like a Christmas song. You know, all I want for Christmas. Da, 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 da. Three, five, da, five, da, da, da. and a five, up in. That's what it sounds like, too. What I'm saying right here. You got three busted ribs, two con- three busted ribs, two concussions, 
and a partridge in a pear. This is crazy, man. This is this is insane. This dude has three broken ribs, two concussions in 21 days, a tore up shoulder, and let's put him in it ahead of Jameis. Why? What's going on here? This is insane, man. Dennis Allen is out of his mind, bro. Three to two concussions in 21 days. One toe up shoulder, three, oh my, one toe up shoulder, three broken ribs, and two concussions in 21 days. On the second day of Christmas, you know, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, two concussions in 21 days. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and one AC joint, two. On the second day of Christmas, they gave the dinner. Dennis Allen getting a lump of coal. And so is Mickey Loomis. Ain't no doubt about it, man. They all getting, it's crazy. It's all like a, a bad Christmas song, man. It's terrible. But anyway, let's get into this article, man. Cause this is, this is, to me, I don't understand what's going on. Injuries have piled up for the Saints quarterback uh, card this season. He's left three games with shoulder injuries. The first coming when he sustained an AC joint sprain against the Packers in week three. The other two re-aggravated the original injury. Twice he left the game with a concussion. Sunday he revealed that he has fractured three ribs this season. Only one of those ribs made it into the team's injury report this season. I don't remember him saying that he had a rib on it. When did that do it? Because I'll cover all of this stuff, and I didn't see not one time he had a rib injury on there. Coach Allen said Monday that prior to the Lions game, which Carr left with a concussion and aforementioned injuries to his shoulder and ribs. I remember shoulders and chest. I don't remember a rib issue on the injury report. Y'all put y'all tell me in the chat. Did y'all remember hearing anything about him having rib issues or a rib placed on the injury list? I cover those lists from Wednesday to Friday. I don't remember one time that there was a rib injury placed on that list. Cause I would have covered, I would say family, he got a rib. They showing the rib here. I don't remember one time that was, and I covered, this is what I do. So it's just, man, listen, man, this is terrible. And of one of those injuries made it to the team's report this season, coach Dennis Allen said Monday that prior to the lions game, which Carr left with a concussion and aforementioned injuries to his shoulder and ribs, Carr was not limited in practice by rib injuries. After clean, how would a man not? How, you got three broken ribs and you're not injured. See, this is the the clownish, stupid back ass behavior and the lying, sneaky, snaky behavior of a, a of a sneaky, weaselly coach that talks like this. You have three broken ribs. Three broken ribs mean you're not going to behave the same damn way if you're throwing the ball. You got three ribs broken. Most people can't drive with broken ribs. You mean to tell me you're going to go out there and play a football game with people smashing and pushing you down on the ground, falling on you? I mean, it it, it don't impact, impact his game. Three broken ribs don't who, – who is this dude, Superman? Who I mean, how does three broken ribs, not one, not two, but three, don't impact your game? Which Carr left with concussions and aforementioned injuries. After clearing the concussion protocol, Carr played through all those injuries against Carolina, prompting the question for Dennis Allen about whether his quarterback was truly healthy enough to play. He certainly wasn't, he certainly wasn't in my mind a hundred percent, but he was more than healthy enough to go out there and play for real, bro. The dude coming off of two concussions in 21 days, that's double impact. Not to mention the fact that he has three broken ribs. 
and an ACL strain that hasn't healed properly because according to the medical documents that we researched on it, that's outside of what they're saying, you can't be doing anything with that shoulder for it to heal properly. This is insane, but Jameis Winston is totally healthy sitting right there. Why not sit Carr down for a month of games? Refuse to do it. Would rather play this man with all of these, these injuries than allow Jameis Winston to get in there and play. That's absolutely ridiculous. They tan this fool up. They tan him up. And then, of course, Carr finished Sunday game with 119 yards, passed two touchdowns and one interception. Like I said, broken ribs would, would stop Superman from throwing the ball, man. I mean, come on, bro. But anyway... It's just one of them things that's really ridiculous, man, to see. But anyway, this is another one. Shout out to Cat Terrell over at ESPN. She says, Carr and Eric Carr have no issues with the sideline riff. She covered that. Dennis Allen mentioned that. He said, McCoy told reporters in the locker room after the game that he lost his school and said the public fight deserved a public apology. McCoy apologized to Carr via reporters in the locker room. Carr did not elaborate on what caused the spat, saying both players had their reasons for being upset. We already know. He also said that, it had already been dissolved. And see, the thing is resolved with, you know, we know Carr gets into it with everybody. He get he got it. He gets into it with everybody he gets into it with McCoy. McCoy don't give it. When the last time you guys heard De- uh, Eric McCoy get into it with anybody, Eric McCoy is the most docile, friendliest person. The saints have there. He's a gentle giant. You know, but he don't give anybody any smoke. He's a super, he's a super coolest dude they have in that building. Sometimes we'd be like, come on, we got to kind of get Eric, you know, to kind of get up. Come on, Eric, get, get, you know, get, you know, get, get buck. You got to try to prompt him to show something outside of just being cool and smooth. You know what I'm saying? But then you have a situation where you got a guy and he bucking. I mean, he literally barking at Derek Carr and Carr barking back at Carr gets into it with everybody. He gets into it with everybody. You know, it don't matter. It don't matter who it is. Derek Carr, he's going to get into if If you're on the team with Derek Carr, he's going to get into it with you. It don't make a difference who it is or where it is. If Carr is involved, he's going to get into it with you. That's just how it goes. That's how it is. And that's what it is. <laughs> it's just how it goes. You know, so anyway, like I'm saying, fam, I just, we know what time it is with this whole situation. And it's not really, um, you know, nothing to really kind of brag or talk about is the fact that we know that he, he gets into it with everybody. That's just how, that's just how he, that's just what he does. You know, this, that's just how the man do. He gets into it with everybody. So we, we kind of already expected them to cool off. And then when I seen the angle, it looked like he was barking at the, at the offensive line was in between them. I've seen it when I seen Carr going back and forth with him, but they said they apologized. Well, they apologized and got the game over with and, and, and got it in the win. But McCoy don't bark at nobody, man. So that was pretty good as Hurst kind of got in between them. McCoy walked to the to the bench with other offensive linemen and slammed his helmet down. Carr went the other way and sat down with the quarterbacks. A few players and El Mark McCoy um, Kamara came over to talk to McCoy. Carr walked over and sat down with McCoy on the bench a few minutes later and both resumed play as normal. Me and Eric have no issue, Carr said. I mean, that's the same thing. Carr gets into it with everything. He got into it with Chris Olave, got into it with Michael Thomas, he got into it with Eric McCoy. He get it's the it's a game. Who would it become like a betting game almost? Who would who would Derek Carr get into it with it next? We're taking takers. Who do you guys think that Derek that uh, Derek Carr is going to get into it with? <laughs> who is he going to get into it with it next? You know he got he he had something with Rashid Shahid. 
who, who will he get into with it next? I mean, who y'all think it's going to be? Is it is it is going to be Hurst next, or perhaps it's Cesar Ruiz? My money's on Cesar Ruiz. I see Cesar be missing them blocks. I think it'll be. <laughs> I'm thinking it's probably going to be doing. It's going to be Cesar Ruiz. <laughs> Cesar Ruiz. All right. So anyway, man, like I said, it's what it is, man. He gets into it with people. That's just what it is. When it's frustrated, when people are frustrated and they don't agree and Carr didn't like what happened on the previous play when he got sacked on, he kind of jawed at Eric McCord. McCord got to barking at him about something and that's how it goes. Like I said, he got into it with other people. When you're losing, and you, you when you're what, six and 17 and you're supposed to be better than that, eight-something wins or whatever the case may be, and guys are frustrated, they're going to do it. And sometimes, and then a lot of times, Carr don't take responsibility for stuff. Like, he he won't take overall. Like, if you're the, you the $150 million quarterback, stand before your team. Like, while we're underachieving, it's us. Don't just say it takes 11 people to win and just sit, stand. You know, that's not how a leader would do. We know how leaders look because we know how Drew Brees look. Drew Brees would stand before the team and say, listen, the offense struggling, that's on me. We got, you know, I have to do better. He puts himself ahead of the team. That's a leadership trait that Drew Brees learned that then get his teammates behind him when they see him taking responsibility for things that they're messing up on. That makes them want to play better for Drew. Maybe something late, maybe Carr should learn that little technique. You know, he, he, if he wants them to play for him better, that's just the same thing. That's just when anything, if you're a leader of the team, you're going to want to take the blows for the team. You see what I'm saying? Step out in front of them. That makes them want to play harder for you. And that's just what it is, you know? So anyway, as we keep it going, man, let's move on to the next topic here, because this is really nothing to talk about with Carr being, um, you know, what happened with him and McCoy. It will, you know, it, let's see if they can just get on the same page the next time around. It happens, man. It it really does happen. But anyway, let's go to the next point right here. Let's hear from Dennis Allen, man, today's press conference, man. Let's get uh, hear what he got to say. Y'all put one in the chat if y'all can hear Dennis Allen. All right. Um, yeah, I'll just open it up for questions. Um, you know, obviously, look, we won a game in, you know, in our league by, you know, three touchdowns. So um, it, it obviously wasn't wasn't all bad. There were some things that we we've got to, you know, improve on. I do think there's still some things that like have stood out to me, like our red zone offense has been much better the last two weeks. I think we're um, seven out of our last eight in terms of being able to score, you know, touchdowns in the red area. I think that's uh, improved. Um, you know, I thought our, I thought our pass defense was, was really good in the game. Um, and I thought, you know, from the standpoint of just being able to win the field position battle, I thought that was a huge, uh, factor in the game. I mean, our starting field position ended up being the 43 yard line. There was the 23 yard line. Um, so we played a significant portion of the game on their end of the field. Um, and, uh, now. You know, I think still third down has to be better, really, on both sides of the ball. I think that was a contributing factor to us kind of losing the time of possession battle. Um, a lot of those third downs, you know, particularly on defense, um, came on third and short, which is where we, you know, we, we actually had been, you know, pretty good in that area, but we didn't stop them on third and one. I think there were five of five 
you know, on third and one. And so they were able to keep some drives away, you know, keep some drives alive that way. Um, you know, overall defensively, I thought, you know, they were 3.8 yards per per offensive play. So uh, the problem was they had, you know, too many, too many plays and we didn't have enough plays. And I think third down was a big factor in that. No, last night was too early to ask you about Zach Bond, so I wanted to ask again. Uh, now we've got this new film, how to be great out, but it felt like a more focused. Yeah, look, I, yeah, I mean, um, that was kind of the, the the plan. You know, was the focusing more on, uh, you know, being a rusher. Um, I think he's been effective in that role. Um, I think there's some times where he's gotten back there, got the quarterback off the spot, and then some things that don't really even show up. That's something that we've kind of lacked a little bit is. When we do get the quarterback off the spot and the quarterback does get outside the pocket, you know, he's got the speed and athleticism to, you know, force the throw away rather than, you know, it end up being a quarterback scramble or, or something of that nature. So um, I just think having a little bit more athleticism, um, I think, has been beneficial for us in terms of, you know, trying to be able to rush the passer. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In the California Road Trip Republic, we believe you take adventure for a ride. Whether coastal cruising, mountain motoring, or redwood roaming, discover beauty around every turn. Your California road trip can kick off from anywhere. Starting route. But it should always start at visitcalifornia.com. Then buckle up, crank those tunes, and ride with us in the California Road Trip Republic. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.